Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet helping you with your pet. One pooch at a time. It's America's Pet Show. Animal Talk. Thanks for being with us. Be, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment, do all those podcast things in all the podcast places. We truly appreciate you coming around. AnimalTalkRadio.com is the website. And, of course, WearingFunny.com if you're looking for some gear, some pet parent gear, some funny t-shirts. They're all there. They're available for you. Uh, appreciate our sponsor, WearingFunny.com. Great place. Go check them out. And... For your pet help and information, you're in the right spot. We're going to help you out. We have years and years of animal calls and emails and interviews, and we're sharing them all with you on these Animal Talk Rewinds. Now, Animal Talk, it is for entertainment purposes only, so make sure you check with your local veterinarian, your local trainer, if you have any issues coming up, and we're here to help. Our, Our professionals always got great ideas, too. So here we go, having a little bit of fun. It's Animal Talk. So AnimalTalkRadio.com, your one-stop shop there to uh, send us a tweet or become a friend on one of the other social media sites. And, and of course, very excited to be here uh, on a new flagship for us, yes. uh, News Talk 1400 WDTK. So uh, an exciting day all the way around, and even more exciting than that, Donna. Uh, lots of stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, it's taking care of our pets is, is what's really uh, important to us. And uh, you don't often realize, because dogs itch. And dogs scratch, and that's mm-hmm. what they do. And it's uh, it's like, oh, well, he's just a dog. He's scratching. But maybe your dog might have allergies. Mm-hmm. All right? Prime, and it could, prime allergy time right now. And it could uh, for, for you as well. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed one of your updates on a thing. It's like, I wish my head didn't <laughs> feel like it exploded right now. Yes. <laughs> um, so it, it, your dog could very well, it, the scratching might not just be, I'm a dog, I'm scratching. It might be, I am a dog, I'm scratching because I have allergies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with us today, talk a little bit about that and uh, all the other cool stuff she's got going on. Uh, Andrea Arden, like I said, from the Animal Planet. She's uh, one of the crew there on From Underdog to Wonder Dog. She's authored uh, several books, uh, The Dog-Friendly Dog Training, uh, To Train Your Dog the Lazy Way. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm all about that. Uh, Andrea, uh, welcome to Animal Talk. Oh, okay. Andrea, hang on. You're not, uh, it's not you, it's me. So, uh, <laughs> really. Ah, uh, where are we at? Okay. New toys. I got to bring her in. All right, Andrea, that was my bad. I was supposed to click you in. Uh, okay, I like a guy who can take the blame for something. That is. That is <laughs> no, it's not you, Andrea. It's me. It's, but it really means it. That's what it is. Uh, again, like I said, uh, News Talk 1400 WDTK, our new studios uh, that were when so I'm working out the bugs as we work through it. So I uh, appreciate your uh, patience with that. But, yeah, talking about allergies. I mean, every time a dog scratches, it just might not be, uh, <laughs> I like to scratch, it might be uh, some allergies. How common, Andrea Arden, are allergies among dogs? Well, allergies are, are unfortunately becoming more and more common, and they are particularly prevalent um, in the fall. I think everybody thinks of the springtime as a time when you have to be concerned, but the fall is a time when allergies tend to be most active. There are three types of allergies that are the most prevalent with dogs. One is airborne allergies. Mm-hmm. Um, the other is allergies to fleas. And an allergy that is fast-rising are food allergies. Um, and I think, obviously, the first and most important step is to talk to your veterinarian if you think, if you suspect that that might be the cause. Some of the symptoms of foodborne allergies are ear infections, obviously excessive scratching, um, and some dogs will will actually start to lick and scratch at those spots that are irritating them so much that they create what are called hot spots. Uh huh. And uh, so, but I so 
how do you know if your dog isn't just over-licking or over-grooming? Uh, it's an allergy hotspot or uh, just a over-grooming hotspot? Well, I think some of the, the key things you look for are if the dog is starting to lick consistently at specific areas, oftentimes it's their feet, and if you start to see discoloration. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, you know, people who have Maltese or Bichon Frise know that dogs of, of that type oftentimes suffer from tear staining. That same discoloration will, will be showing itself in the dog's feet, so it's sort of a, a reddish um, or brownish color, oh. um, in which case, talk to your veterinarian. And if they do diagnose a food allergy, the most important thing to do is to get your dog on a diet with the guidance of your veterinarian, of course, um, that is as simple as possible. All right. So um, speaking of veterinarians, we're going to have our Dr. Brad in here in a second. We, we lost right. him on the way. And, Andrea, we're going to talk to you uh, a little bit more with you coming up shortly. We're going to uh, uh, grab some uh, information here in a second and grab some phone calls as well if somebody has a question if their dog has an allergy. Animal Talk on 1400 WDTK. Hey, it's Jamie. I'm going to hop on in here and remind you about our sponsor, WearingFunny.com. WearingFunny.com for all your pet parent t-shirt needs. Head on over to WearingFunny.com and check out the vast array of amazing, hilarious t-shirts. Thoughtful, cuddly, and cute for you and your kitties and your puppies. And hey, we take requests. If you have a critter that we don't have represented, let us know. We'll get you connected with just the perfect shirt for you and your critters, showing your love for being the best pet parent you can possibly be. Wearingfunny.com. Back to the show. And uh, I, I got a, I got an itch I just can't scratch. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, uh, one and, of those back scratchers. Yeah, and from the Animal Planet with us right now, uh, Andrea Arden uh, hosts uh, one of the one of the crew there on, on Underdog to Wonder Dog, author of uh, several training books, uh, and talking about the um, allergies that uh, impact our, our pets. And uh, it, it's uh, if you see this discoloration around their fur, you were mentioning, it, it's uh, a pretty good idea to head out head out to the vet. So, Andrea, it's time for a visit to the vet, right? Yeah, so I think any time you have a question in regards to your pet's health, obviously the first stop is at your veterinarian's office. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, as we know, veterinarians will prescribe a prescription diet um, if your pet is suffering from a food allergy. Um, but the good news is now that um, people do have an alternative, which is after a visit to the veterinarian, they can head to their pet specialty retailer, um, where Wellness now has a food called Simple Food Solutions, which has just five main ingredients, um, one being the same types of things that you'll see in the prescription diets. Um, it's a protein such as salmon, um, duck, or lamb. Mm-hmm. And then there's one easily digestible carbohydrate such as ground rice. Um, and as anybody who has a dog or a cat who's suffering from allergies knows really what it comes down to when you're when you're trying to help your pet to ease that suffering is really finding a diet that is as simple as possible. All right. So not a lot of times uh, we've talked to people and people come up with these things uh, and we're amused by it. Uh, all these natural diets. And I'm, if, if the people watching the webcams, they can see the finger quotes. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, Brad always says, what do you, what do you say, Brad? Well, uh, when your mic's on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's signing for the cams, actually. Well, uh, as I was saying, natural doesn't necessarily mean good. I mean, cobra venom is natural. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's good for you. <laughs> uh, so so uh, people talk about, uh, you know, they're throwing a lot of things into the Cuisinart for their dog. Andrea, is, do you think that's a good idea? Well, I do. I absolutely agree. I think that the words natural, organic, holistic, all of these words are tossed around so freely now, and I think it's very confusing for pet parents. Yeah. 
I think really the most important thing to do when you're choosing a diet after you've talked to your veterinarian is to read the label. I mean, that in and of itself is such an important first step that most people don't take, which mm-hmm. is turn the bag or the can around, look at the list of ingredients, and do some research. You know, go online and Google what the ingredients are, and you have to make a decision with your veterinarian of those are things that you want to put into your animal's body because you are what you eat. Right. So, so once you've done that, how hard is it though to to uh, test for allergies uh, in your pet? Is it are they positive? I mean, because you can't say you know they, they it's hard communicating with your animals. I mean, it's hard enough to <laughs> get them to use the potty outside, let alone ascertain whether or not uh, this is an al- actually an allergy. How hard is that to do? Well, I definitely think it's difficult. You have a veterinarian there, so I'm sure he will attest to the fact that it can be very frustrating and difficult to determine specifically what the allergy is to. Um, you can put a lot of energy and a lot of money into doing so, but certainly it's money and time well spent if you can if you can ease your pet suffering. Um, I, I think people are quick to oftentimes jump to a conclusion about what the allergy is caused by without talking to their vet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they will give a certain type of food or they'll take their pet to a certain place, and all of a sudden the pet starts itching, itching or scratching more than than normal, um, and they assume that it's you know X, Y, or Z. But in order to really determine what is the cause and, of course, most importantly, to determine how to relieve the pet suffering, I think you need to work hand-in-hand with a veterinarian who's experienced with treating allergies, which can be um, a specialty for certain veterinarians. Um, and so in extreme cases, for example, we have a lot of clients who have bulldogs yeah. um, and Sharpay, who are two of the breeds who tend to suffer, um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. quite frequently. Mm-hmm. They, they seek out help for pe- from people who are specialists in allergies. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you were mentioning about looking at the label and then looking things uh-huh. up. Two, two things about that. One is I have a lot of clients who will look up, uh, look at the, the labels and say, hey, guess what? I know this is a better food. I read the label. Well, I can't read a food directly and tell you what's a better food. So it's really, it's really difficult from that standpoint. And also with research, you have to be careful where you Google because uh, <laughs> most, most foods websites believe that their food's about the best. Um, <laughs> yeah. that, which is pretty much I think you'd agree with that too. Yeah. So yes, uh, I actually I went to a, a seminar the other night um, that a veterinarian friend of mine was giving on nutrition, and I have to tell you it was it was kind of fun in a way because I learned a lot, um, and she was being very scientific and getting down to the nitty gritty about percentages and carbohydrates and proteins, um, and it's it's a complicated topic. It's as complicated as you know considering our own nutrition and, and what we need to keep us going and keep us healthy. Um, so it's a complex, complicated topic, and I agree that going online is not necessarily enough, but I think. You know, for the average pet parent who wants to do the best for their pet, I think a good place to start is to at least read the list of ingredients of what we're giving our pets. You know, and read That's what I was going to ask you, Andrea. Uh, is, there, is there a simple solution to this complicated uh, uh, problem of, of pet food? And again, looking at that label, it's like, holy smokes, there's about 200 things in here. Uh, <laughs> right. Is there a simpler solution to that? Well, I think there are some things that that you would want to avoid. I think um, with how many foods are out in the market right now, how many good options that we have, I think um, if you can, you really want to avoid foods that that have potential allergens such as wheat, wheat, gluten, and soy, um, and foods hopefully that do not – you want to look for foods that do not contain artificial flavors, colors, and preservatives. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that those things in and of themselves are in small quantities bad for our pets, but if you can find a food that doesn't have them – Odds are it might be a better option. All right. So, uh, Andrea, and uh, that's, uh, I think, a wellness uh, of pet foods, right? They have a, they have very simple. There's like, uh, there's fish in it. <laughs> you know, uh, the pretty simple, uh, simple products, uh, the wellness brand, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the Simple Food Solutions is, is a new product from Wellness that is really made specifically um, for people whose pets are suffering from allergies. And it is simple. There's those five main ingredients. Um, and, I, I, again, I think anybody, any veterinarian or a person who has a dog uh-huh. or a cat who's suffering knows that there are certain ingredients that you tend to find in those foods that are made for pets with allergies, such as a protein like lamb, salmon, or duck. Yeah. Well, I, we tried them out. You guys, uh, we, you'd let us do a giveaway. The wellness people let us do a giveaway, and we gave away a bunch of, of, of food. And uh, I had a little bit. I gave it to Zoe. She likes the food. Mm-hmm. The, the, the wellness snacks... Oh, get out of town! She's nuts about them. She loses, she loses her mind on on the wellness snacks. Um, so she sees that bag, she gets my dog gets crazy for them. The food, you know, she likes like as much as any other food, but the the snacks, her little tail is going like a bazillion miles an hour. It's it's uh, it's great. All right, Andrea, really appreciate you uh, taking some time uh, to talk about the allergies with us and uh, how to make our dogs feel a little bit better. Because not that's not the first thing you think of, really, is that it might be an allergy. Allergy. So uh, if people uh, got that uh, itch they just can't scratch, uh, it might be uh, up the allergy field for their dog. So I uh, really appreciate you coming on and, and talking a little bit about that. Andrea, you've done so much. How can people keep up with you and the things that, that you do? Well, they can go to my website, which is andreaarden.com, and also they can um, watch the new season of Dogs 101, which airs on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Oh, okay, Dogs 101. Was I misspeaking yes. when I said underdog to wonder dog? I also am an underdog to Wonder Dog. Both of those shows are on Animal Planet. Andrew, get a job, all right? <laughs> You're so lazy. You only have 14 jobs, man. You need more jobs. Uh, I'm a New York City girl. We like right. to be busy. Is that, uh, that's that old Saturday Night Live skit, right? I'm not uh, out of my mind with that, right? Okay, never You're mind. You're close. All right, never mind. All right, so Andrew, that's brilliant. So Dogs 101, is that what the other one you said? Yes, and that's on Saturdays at 9 p.m. on Animal Planet. All right, Andrea, once again, thanks so much for being with us. Uh, AndreaArden.com, and uh, you're listening to Animal Talk on News Talk 1400. WDTK. Of course, the website is there for you as well, and it's a way to get a hold of us electronically. Uh, you can either send us an email or a tweet, and uh, that's making crazy noises when you move that. <laughs> Holy smokes. I need some reading glasses. When it I gets wavy, you can really hear it in the ship. Can't you? <laughs> We're down on the third deck. All right. So uh, you go to the website, and uh, you can send us a tweet. Uh, and we do have a, a Twitter question out there, but I'm not sure what it is. So uh, we're going to get our, our, our queen. Twitter, a queen Twitter of... question today is, what should be our Twitter question? Yes. No, there's one out there. We've had no, a couple that's, responses. That's what she asked me on the way here. Oh, okay. And, uh, but uh, our queen of uh, everything digital, Paula, is in the other room, and she's gonna. we'll, we'll figure that out in the next segment. Uh, but we had an email we wanted sure, to look at, I do believe, Brad. Brad, what do you got over there? Sure. It starts out. Dear Animal Talk, you've got mail. (laughs) Recently, we have found our two cats sleeping in the crib. They haven't done it yet. When our five-month-old is in the crib, one cat is still spooked by her while the other is friendly towards the baby. I'm not particularly concerned about the cats in the crib, but should I be? Are there any specific risks related to cats and babies, such as diseases or smothering? When we find a cat hanging out in the crib, we take it out to discourage the behavior. Is there any method for keeping the cats out of the crib? And this is signed JM. And this is sort of one of the traditional, uh, I don't know, old wives' tales mm-hmm. right. of, of that the, the babies, uh, that a cat will steal a baby's breath. I know yeah. the whole thing about cats being evil and that, right. but but that's just uh, that's that's pretty much uh, well, not even borderline silliness. Wouldn't you say, Donna? <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's very ridiculous. Um, now the diseases, though, concern mm-hmm. that would be one thing if you yeah. wanted to parasites. If you worry, you worry about roundworms, because um, any t- cats can be. 
especially a lot of times people let their cats be outside. And when uh-huh. you have a when you have an outdoor cat, especially, mm. they can be exposed to roundworms, which is certainly dangerous for anyone to be exposed to children, adults, whatever. Um, so you want to be careful about that. But most of the time, the the danger would be if the cats the smothering the baby be if they lay on top of the baby. Mm. Right. But again, mostly if you think about things cats don't like, noisy and smelly things. <laughs> well. Baby, yeah, and right. so and so, right. so not necessarily that, right. but uh, but, but again, to, to discourage them. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The next question was, how do we discourage them? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to use, you can find. Uh, online or you can find in a pet store. It's called Sticky Paws. It's uh, double-sided sticky tape. It is safe for uh, furniture and and all different things. And it'll peel right off the baby, right? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, no. Since the kitties are going to this area when the baby's not there, you're going to put the sticky paws down before baby is in there, obviously. And when the baby learns to roll over, she can go around like delinting things for you. That's a great idea. No, oh, okay, no, 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 no. This right, is right, not right, on the baby. Right, sorry, sorry, the sorry, baby sorry. is not in the crib. Okay. No, you're doing this. You're setting it up so that the kitty goes in there. Cats really don't like to have anything stuck oh, on their paws. Okay. So you're going to put the sticky paws in the crib to discourage the kitty from even entering that crib. Mm. Um, the first time they go in, they're going to – you can also do this with newspaper, putting the double-sided sticky tape on newspaper and putting the newspaper in the crib. And then the first time kitty jumps in there, gets the tape stuck to their paws, they're going to jump out, and the newspaper is going to chase them. That's going to make a, a bigger impression on them. Anything that can startle a cat, typically the kitty will not go back to that location mm. again. So you do want to find a way to discourage it without doing any kind of – I hate to use water as a correction, mm-hmm. just on the off – side that you actually had to give your cat a bath for any reason, don't make it a stressful situation. You can use loud noise as well, but again, you'd want to do this when baby is not in the room Mm -hmm. because this will also scare your baby, so... Mm-hmm. All right. And we had we had actually a related question too, which is someone asked if uh, about how can you get a cat ready for the baby to come home ah. when you just had a baby? Uh, yes. How can you prepare? And I've, I've found my trick has always been people who are having babies tend to have other friends who have babies yes. and make use of that yes, to train absolutely. the child. Absolutely. If you don't have any friends, if you're the first of of your friends to to do the baby, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, then what you want to look at is recording things. Uh, I think it's the Learning Channel has a lot of really good baby-related television programming. Record sounds of babies, happy sounds, sad sounds, freaked out sounds, everything you can imagine. Record it. Play it at multiple times. Mom's going to be getting up to go to the restroom more frequently during the night. Every time you wake up, hit play on that recorder in that room so that the kitty understands there's going to be noise coming from over here. Okay. Also, what you can do, and this works for dogs and cats, uh, you want to swaddle, uh, get a baby doll, one of those live type baby dolls Mm. that make the noise and can cry and carry on, swaddle it, carry it around, put it in your lap, you know, all the places where kitty's going to see you with this new baby. And the more realistic you can make the sounds, the better. So if you do have a friend's child, that is the best way. Mm. But if not, then you can still get the sounds and and still make it happen. Can you cover your friend's child in sticky paws? No. Ah, If you don't like a friend. Okay. You're just taking all the the fun right out of there. I know. I'm sucking all the fun right out of there. Sorry. Get help with your pet. Or uh, if you're online, uh, you could tweet them in. Mm -hmm. And uh, our queen of everything digital, uh, Paula, is helping us out. Paula, what is our tweet question for today? Okay. Today we... Sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to being so far away from you. I know. She's in a separate room. We can barely even see her. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you're right here. So what's yep. our Twitter question of the day? Okay. Where or how did you get your pet? Adoption, found, or a friend, gift? Um, and so far, most people are going to rescue shelters. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, All right. Humane so- Society, rescue shelters. 
that kind of. All right, keeping uh, keeping in tune with our, our Guardians for Animals guest Alex earlier, and the Pet Expo they have coming up in Madison Heights on the 17th and 18th. Mm-hmm. Where did you? That's the Twitter question for the day. Tweet us, let us know. Where did you get your pet? Uh, uh, you know, was it dropped off at your front uh, door? Uh, did you go uh, steal it from uh, a neighbor like Donna does usually? <gasps> no, my girls didn't come. Out I know, I'm <laughs> teasing you. Uh, or uh, did you buy it? Or, or what? How, what was the avenue you took? to uh, get hooked up with the, the pets that uh, are in your life. Give us a, a tweet, and that's uh, Animal Talk Radio at the, the Twitter. AnimalTalkRadio.com is, is our website. It's a one-stop shop for all those electronic uh, social media sites. And uh, look at a Brad for a, a health tip, and there would be this incredible sounder there. Just so, so insert your own. Insert your own. <laughs> Sing a little song and, uh, yourself. Uh, Brad, Brad, we're looking to you for a, a help tip. Well, anyone who has a cocker, a golden retriever, a sharpayer, mm. basically any breed of dog, right. um, has, uh, has a good chance they've dealt with ear infections. Mm. And one of the things about ear infections that are chronic that people don't know is that ear infections are caused by allergies. Allergies actually set up the environment where ear infections can occur the same way as a neighborhood sets up the environment where you get graffiti. Um, and so, so it's not so much that you have an ear infection because you have allergies, but it sets up the opportunity for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle enters into dogs that swim a lot tend to get ear infections also. But whenever you have a dog that has chronic ear infections, look at allergies as a major culprit. If your dog is dealing with this in the warm weather, mostly in the fall and spring always, there's a really good chance that's what you're dealing with. So treating the ears is kind of like painting over that graffiti. What you do, talk to your vet about getting started on something like steroids or something called Temeral P. Temeral, Temeral P is a mixture of steroids and antihistamines, so you can stay on it longer term, even throughout the warm weather. Hmm. When you can do that, often you can control allergies that you've had to deal with for years and years. All right, cool. Thanks for being with us for another episode of Animal Talk. Make sure you do all those podcast things in the podcast places, like subscribe, leave a comment. We hope you had a little fun along the way. Make sure you head on over to wearingfunny.com. You can grab yourself some gear to show off what a proud pet parent you are. Are you a cool cat mom? Are you a happy doggy daddy? We got all the gear just for you. Hats, shirts, all kinds of swag. Wearingfunny.com. Go check it out and show yourself a little animal pride with Animal Talk. Once again, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Thank you so much for being here. Have an exotic week. And kiss your wild thing for us. Bye, bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Bye-bye.